This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. As investors return from the Thanksgiving shortened trading week, focus will shift to the U.S. labor market. The Labor Department's monthly jobs report due for release on Friday is set to provide an updated snapshot of the strength in hiring and labor force participation in the U.S. economy. Consensus economists are looking for a half million jobs to have returned in November, with the pace of hiring slowing only slightly from October's 531,000 gain. The unemployment rate is also expected to improve further to 4.5% from October's 4.6% reaching the lowest level since March 2020. We expect non-farm payrolls to have risen by 500,000 in November, but the growing risk of a winter COVID wave and a dwindling supply of available workers will weigh on jobs growth soon, wrote Paul Ashworth, chief North America economist for Capital Economics, in a note last week. Employment growth can't continue at this pace for much longer unless the labor force stages a more notable recovery. If anything, labor supply could worsen over the coming months as the federal vaccine mandate covering 100 million workers begins on January 4th, Ashworth added. That suggests wage growth will remain strong, and we expect a 0.4% month-over-month rise in average hourly earnings in October. On a year-over-year basis, average hourly earnings are expected to rise by 5.0% accelerating even further after October's already marked 4.9% rise and representing the fastest wage growth rate since February. Growing average wages and a tight labor market, while a positive for consumers and their ability to spend, had also stoked concerns over persistent inflation. Last week's Personal Consumption Expenditures, or PCE deflator from the Bureau of Economic Analysis for October, showed an annual jump of 5.0% in the index, or the biggest rise, since 1990. And the core PCE, or the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, stripping out volatile food and energy prices, rose by 4.1% year-over-year, the most in three decades. Other recent data have homed in on the tight labor market and presaged a potentially strong November jobs report. Last week's initial jobless claims fell to a 52-year low of 199,000 taking out both the prior pandemic-era low and pre-pandemic average for new first-time filings. This served as yet another point underscoring the steep competition for labor among U.S. employers, with companies attempting to hire and retain their existing workforces amid widespread labor shortages. Even given these lingering scarcities, the labor force participation rate has yet to return to pre-pandemic levels. The civilian labor force was still down by nearly 3 million participants, 
compared to February 2020. With lingering concerns over the virus and a desire by many working-age individuals to seek out new roles with better flexibility and benefits still keeping many individuals on the sidelines of the workforce. Consensus economists expect the labor force participation rate to tick up only slightly in November to reach 61.7%, growing from October's 61.6%, but coming in well below the 63.3% rate from February 2020. Returning the economy back to pre-pandemic labor force participation levels and ensuring job gains are seen equitably across different groups has become a key focus for the Federal Reserve. And the distance still left to make up on these fronts has also been the biggest factor keeping the Fed ultra-accommodative with its monetary policy support, even after a parade of hotter-than-expected inflation reports that would appear to warrant a more hawkish policy tilt and a quicker-than-expected hike to interest rates. Fed Chair Jerome Powell's renomination to remain as head of the central bank further suggests the Fed's focus on the labor market as a critical informing factor for monetary policy will remain. Market views for future Fed rate increases have been pulled forward aggressively in response to evidence that elevated inflation pressures are likely to persist for longer, wrote Deutsche Bank economist Justin Wiedner in a note last week. However, as Chair Powell's November press conference made evident, prospects for the labor market to return to maximum employment remain a critical consideration for when the Fed will eventually begin to actively tighten monetary policy. To see the full economic calendar for this week, visit yahoofinance.com. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.